You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. Uh, I'm Steve Gilbert, guest host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Uh, residential uh, sales consultant for Ranch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. We are a service experts company. We are a three-time winner of Consumer Choice Award, London Free Press, uh, Best of London, and London Community News Readers Choice Award. We hope you will be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about how heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works in your home, and also some energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open. So you can call in and ask any question you have related to heating, cooling, or plumbing in your home or your business. Uh, you can call locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You can send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And uh, today, one lucky caller will win a free uh, air conditioner tune-up. So please don't wait and give us a call. In the studio with me, we have Dan, but... It's not the usual Dan. Uh, Dan Peterson's not here today. We have uh, Dan Holden. So how are you today, Dan? Good. How are you, Steve? I'm great. So, uh, Dan, just a little bit about yourself. Um, how long have you been with the company? Uh, just over three months now. Uh, I worked for uh, many other plumbing companies throughout the city. I'm very happy with my employment with you guys now, that's for sure. Awesome. And um, we were talking earlier, and uh, you're not a London boy. No, no, I'm from northern Ontario. I was uh, born and raised in New Liskard. Uh, moved here around 1998 and haven't looked back. New Liskard. So geographically, if you can help me out with that, Dan, where is New Liskard? Uh, two hours south of Timmins and uh, two hours north of North Bay. Wow. So then uh, as a plumber in New Liskard, I take it that you had no issues with frozen pipes. Uh, tons of issues with throw frozen pipes. Uh, most houses are poorly insulated in uh, northern Ontario, so there's people who try to insulate their own stuff, wrap pipe their own way, uh, tape it, um, run electrical wires along their pipes to keep them warm. Um, mostly just a do-it-yourselfer type of fix. So you're well-versed in, in uh, the proper ways of thawing water piping and get it back running again. Absolutely. Very cool. <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show today, Dan. We appreciate that. Not a problem. Um, also, um, uh, you're, a bit of a, you're a bit of a basketball fan, you're telling me. I am. I am. Uh, cheering for a Golden State right now. Hopefully they can knock off the Cavaliers and uh, have a nice championship. <laughs> so when's, the next, when's that next game coming? It'll be Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. So you'll be glued to the television. I will be. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Dan. Um, we just, uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about the benefits of, of water softeners. Can you uh, shed a little light on that? The uh, benefit of water softeners uh, does help uh, maintain your fixtures, uh, gets rid of most of the scaling inside the pipe, so it stops the choking of your lines, which will cause poor pressure. Um, also, scale buildup in the water heater will take away anywhere from 20 to 40% of your hot water, so something to look out for, for sure. That's, that's very significant. So, um, so let me get that right. So it increases the, the longevity of your fixtures yes. as well as helps with your with your hot water heater as well. That's correct. And doesn't, what about people that, that like, um, does it make soap grow farther? So it, it, I hear that it makes it, um, 
it, it foams up more. Yeah, it'll make the suds sud more. Um, hard water is not good for soap. Um, softer water creates more suds. It's easier on your pipes. It's it is better. Okay, great. Thank you for that. Um, we had a call in the other day um, about a customer was because of the um, it's kind of the the seasons are really funny. But between we're running between heating and air conditioning, mm-hmm. and uh, they were kind of. Some people just with these newer thermostats are having difficulty um, with them. So um, some people are wondering about how to how to change the thermostat so they could get their fan to run more. So for all you um, on a thermostat on your wall, there'll be a they'll, they'll it usually says two things. One will say system, which will either have heat off or or cool, and that's to select your heating or your air conditioning. And the other one should say there'll be a fan switch, and one will say auto, and one will say on. If you if your fan switch is set to auto, then all that means is that the your fan is only going to run when your air conditioner or when your furnace turn on. If you switch your your fan switch to on, then you're going to energize that fan to run all the time. So what happens? Even if the heating or the air conditioner come on, that fan's still going to run and uh, it's going to do what it needs to do in the heating or the air conditioning cycle. But then when your air conditioner or your furnace turn off, that fan's going to go back to just running and keeping that circulation going. So um, hopefully that clears that up for somebody. Um, also, we had a call in. Uh, Dan, this is, we'll put this one to you, but um, something about water hammer. What, uh, what is, what's water hammer? Um, water hammer usually comes from a, a quickly closing fixture, like a single handle faucet. Um, if your lines aren't secured properly, when the faucet closes with that instantaneous close, it creates a vibration down the lines. So if you're not secured anywhere, the lines will bounce off the wood, maybe off ductwork, off other copper pipes. Um, the easiest way to figure it out is to have a plumber come out, take a look, see what the layout of your house is, and then go from there. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I'm very embarrassed at this point in time because um, so it's kind of like. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a metal rattling noise then right yeah pretty much and sometimes it could be also a buildup of air inside the lines too um, when it stops it doesn't have a cushion to go anywhere so okay. it rattles throughout the lines and so I'm guessing that in some cases very difficult to find very difficult to find very difficult because I'm gonna have to have a service call at my own house because apparently some of that's going on it's just it's um um. I wasn't really sure what the noise was, but uh, listening to you now, I'm I've kind of identified it. That's probably what's going on in my house. Oh, uh, there we go. We'll have to come <laughs> out and check, Steve. <laughs> well, that'll just—it's kind of an annoying sound, right? Because when it's whenever the water turns on, on or off, that um, like I even hear it when the dishwasher turns on. Is that yeah, common? Yeah, it is. It's uh, anything with a water fixture or any water line to it. If you've got any kind of water hammer, almost every fixture will resonate that sound. And so then. Um, just to further this line then, so any any chance of damage to my plumbing? Uh, there, It is possible. Um, if the lines aren't secured properly and you're getting a lot of vibration through your lines, uh, the joints could loosen over time and fall apart. And then... In, in my wall. In your wall or <laughs> in probably the worst place possible. And then you'll see water and then you'll panic. <laughs> yeah, I'll panic all right. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to... I'll be booking a service call then, so... Thank you. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> so that's great news for that on on water hammer. So if if any uh, if any listeners are are experiencing that, um, certainly 
give us a call. We can come out and, and, and have a look at that. Um, we also had uh, some, there was some information. We get a lot of people who come into our location and um, they're looking to buy parts and uh, things over our counter these days. So gas valves, um, refrigerant, uh, all kinds of interesting things. Um, the interesting thing is we can't, we can't sell that stuff over the, over the counter anymore. So the only, the only gas fixture, for, like for your gas furnace that, or your, or any, anything that runs on natural gas, the only thing that I can sell is if you come in with a gas license. Um, it's just the, uh, the liability is huge these days on, on selling products to homeowners, do-it-yourselfers. So it's just, um, you won't find a, you won't find an HVAC company in the, in the city who will, will sell somebody something over the counter, which is for a gas appliance. So you're going to have to call an HVAC technician to do that. So uh, just just to let some people know, filters and water panels for your humidifier, absolutely come in the store and we will certainly hook you up on that. But but if it's if it has anything to do with a mechanical part, there's nothing we can do for you. Sorry about that. Um, we're going to go to commercial break now, and uh, right after that, we'll get back to it. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. Hello again, and I'm back in the studio with Dan. Uh, Just want to make sure everybody understands that the phone lines are open, and uh, one lucky caller will receive a free air conditioner tune-up today if they if they call in and have a question for us. So just to let you know, the uh, you can call locally. The phone number is five one nine six four three two 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 two, or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. So, Dan, you said that you had a lot of family listening today. I do. Maybe someone will call. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe they'll ask you a question that will you be able to answer. I hope so. That's true. <laughs> now, we were talking just uh, before the show just about um, toilets. Yes. And we were talking about, you know, can you, would I be able to tell whether my toilet's leaking or not? Can Would I, something I could hear or? Um, sometimes you can definitely hear it um, when the fill valve kicks in. Um, sometimes you can't really hear it. and the easiest way to find your leak is to put some food coloring in the tank. If the food coloring ends up in the bowl, you've definitely got a leak in the tank. And so my understanding would be that you could waste a terrible amount of water. Yes, you can. Um, we've had a few customers in the past few weeks actually have had uh, water bills up around four or $500. Um, when your water bill is that high, there's definitely something wrong in your house. And so that's what our uh, our plumbing our plumbing tune-up would would search that out and find those things, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Um, when we do our inspection, we check all your toilets, all your taps, your laundry sink, your sump pump. If it has to do with plumbing, we look at it. Uh, if it needs work, we suggest what needs to be done. If it needs to be replaced right away, we let you know, give you your options, and then go from there. Awesome, awesome. So. Um, is that common? Like, would a, is there a possibility that a brand new toilet would leak as well? It is possible. It's not as common as an older toilet. Um, the number one thing is uh, cleaning pucks and stuff. The yes. blue toilet tank cleaners, they will warp all the rubber in your seals and flappers, and then you will get a leak eventually that way as well. So, so they're not necessarily a good idea. No, not really. Uh, 
the easiest way to clean your toilet if you want to keep it clean is just vinegar and water. The old-fashioned way. Yeah, absolutely. Down and, get down and scrub it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then with the other thing, uh, an interesting, we had an interesting question, are things that you should put down your toilet. Right. If it's uh, anything other than toilet paper, it shouldn't go down there. Yeah, because we've, there was a, an interesting thing uh, uh, that you were talking about and something about cat litter you were talking about is not a good idea. No, even though the stores say it's flushable, it, it's not flushable. It will clog your lines. Um, it does expand in water, so it can easily clog a three-inch line. It's not flushable. <laughs> okay, so no kitty litter down no, the toilet. No, definitely no kitty litter or okay. diapers. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. No problem. Also, um, we had a, we've had we had an awful lot of moisture and rain the past few days, and um, some pumps in the city have been taxed. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've been uh, going out many, many calls uh, for some pumps constantly running. Um, they're not necessarily constantly running. It's the fact that there's a constant amount of gra- groundwater coming into the pit, so your pump's running a lot extra than it should be. And in some cases, you know, uh, just... Uh, just this last storm we had, there was areas of the city that the power was knocked out for an extended period of time. So yes. in that case, your sump pump is not running. That's right. Um, we do have a battery backup option. It is a good option, but there again, the battery can die over time. And um, we also have a water jet option, which is a, it's a pump ran by water. So if the power does cut off and your sump pit fills up and turns the float on to the water backup jet, Water will shoot through, create a jet venturi in the bottom, and then that will uh, take all the water out of the sump barrel, and then you'll be safe and sound. And it doesn't rely on hydro. So it's it's probably a more reliable choice, except except for the fact that it's not a long-term thing because it does use municipal water. Yeah, absolutely. So it only would ever kick on when there's no power, which we know isn't very often, but it does happen. So it will get you through at least, you know, Two three day power outage, no problems. And I'm sure, I'm sure, insurance companies would prefer that type of backup system. Yes, they would. Um, it's a somewhat fail safe system, so I don't think you get a huge rate off your homeowner's insurance, but it would be something they would definitely consider. But with uh, with people spending a lot more time and money renovating their basements these days, um, I'm sure. You know, insurance companies would like the fact that there's a backup system going on. If there's absolutely, it's it's hard to cover a, a fully finished basement if you haven't gone through the proper procedures to protect yourself. Right. Okay. So, also, um, we had a call in from a customer in regards to just let me find that. It was um, how do I know my um, my hot water heater this is from bob he said he's he's he seems to be running out of hot water fairly quickly so um it says that he has a 50 gallon tank and and he used to have lots of hot water but lately he hasn't he doesn't seem to have enough right it could be a couple issues um number 1 it could be scaling inside the tank um if you're out in the country versus the city it definitely happens more um you run into a lot harder water outside of the city um so you get all this buildup inside there. Um, the other issue is sometimes the dip tube can erode or even break apart completely. So now you're short cycling cold through hot, and that will definitely create not enough hot water. Yeah, if my understanding, the hot comes off the top and the cold water is introduced at the bottom of the yes, tank? Yes, so it pushes, the cold water is denser than the hot water, pushes the hot water up, 
and that's how it works. Now, if you've got the dip tube itself is sheared off or broken, you don't have that full range of to the bottom to the top. So. I see. So then really then that water is just sneaking out of the top and going back out right up through exactly. the top again. Exactly. Okay. And so really the tank's full of hot water, you're just not accessing any of it. That's right. It's heated. It's just the cold water is short cycling from the top into the hot or it's full of scale. Okay. Well, thank you. So, Bob, hopefully that answers your question. Um, if it's something uh, more serious than that, then uh, you may want to give us a call at the shop. Um, also, um, life expectancy of a, of a tank, any idea, Dan? Uh, anywhere from 10 to 15 years. Uh, we find most of them around the 10 to 12-year point starting to decay. Uh, definitely signs of rust around the tank. It's probably time to look at a newer tank or check out your options for sure. And it's, there's a there's a bit of a misnomer. Like some people just think that the tank just leaks from the bottom, but uh, right at the very top, you can have corrosion as well. Yeah, absolutely. Where the MIP connections go on to the dip tubes, um, they corrode out just as easy as anywhere else. Um, you'll find most of your leaks coming from the top, not necessarily the tank itself. It's usually the plumbing lines to the tank or the connection to the tank. Okay, so if... Water around a water heater at any point in time is not a good thing. No, it's not. It could be a series of things. It could be your uh, temp valve is blowing off. It could be a leak itself. It could be your tank as a whole. So if you see water around your tank, you definitely want to call somebody. Okay. So uh, water heater replacement, time to consider when you've got maybe some rust happening in your water yeah, absolutely. If you start Not, noticing brown water or water outside of the tank, it's definitely time to and look so at your options. They don't talk about it much, but is there a maintenance that you should be doing on a tank water heater? I know we do for tank less, but I, I, what about tanks? Yeah, with a tank, um, you could, they do say you should empty it out once every six months just to pull the bottom scaling out. Um, it'll be a really dirty brown type of water. And that's really the only kind of maintenance for a housing tanked water heater um other than that that's just a visual type thing and sometimes those those um those valves at the bottom you know once you open them up you have a hard time closing them off yeah, absolutely you could have a lot of debris at the bottom uh, grit can get stuck in between the seats and then now you've got a little tiny opening and then the water will just drip out drip out um it's uh it's a hard thing to replace for sure yeah so maybe best left for a professional not necessarily a homeowner absolutely okay you can run into a lot of problems if that thing breaks off. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I take it that that's a lot of water coming out very quickly. That's right, 40 <laughs> gallons. <laughs> 40 gallons, 40 to 50 gallons all at once. Okay. So hopefully that answers that question as well. Um, and just thing I just want to touch on before we, because we're, we're getting short on time, was um, some galvanized piping. There's there is a call in about uh, people. They've got galvanized. How can you tell whether you have galvanized in your house, Stan? Um, galvanized pipings is a grayish black type water line. It's uh, made out of iron, um, so it's it's very recognizable. Um, it doesn't look anything like copper. A copper is like a yellowy bronze type metal, and then you've got Wiersbow Pax, which is a a white or colored plastic water line. Um, the galvanized lines are not the greatest water lines because the insides do choke off with uh, grit and buildup and yeah. uh, basically rust. So yeah. it's a, a definitely good idea to get rid of your galvanized water lines. And so that's that sounds like that could be a fairly large job. Yes, it's uh, 
it's an incredibly large job. Uh, to replace all the water lines in a house is easily a day and a half to almost two day job. Um, it's a big job for sure. Okay, but it's something that that we do at the shop. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely something we can come out, give you a quote, and we can go from there and hopefully uh, take us on. So that is that signs that would be like poor water pressure or something. Yeah, poor right? water pressure, uh, brown or colored water. That's another sign of. Uh, you need to change your galvanized. Um, leaks happen all over the place on galvanized just because the inside does corrode. So if, say, you fix a 90, 10 feet over here, then something nine feet down the line is going to crack open as well. So now you're just, you might as well replace the whole system. Okay. Well, thank you. We're about out of time, so I just want to say thanks for Dan. Thanks for coming today. Hey, you're welcome. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us uh, by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or 1-866-EXPERTS. Always online at RoyInch.com, and we do have some coupons there. So you can listen to a podcast to the show at RoyInch.com and hit the inch-by-inch inch button on the right of the homepage. And as we say at the shop, Life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Thank you.